Welcome to Let's Talk Tourism, the best local tourism podcast to keep your finger on the pulse of our rapidly changing industry. Join your industry expert hosts, Gabby Daniels and Katie Hoken, each Friday morning. Let's Talk Tourism. This podcast is proudly sponsored by Levart. Levart provides website, booking engine and channel management technology to accommodation properties throughout the Asia-Pacific region. Their aim is to empower every property with the ability to disrupt the dominance of online travel agents and transform direct into their most attractive and popular booking channel. Levart solutions are easy to implement, simple to use, cost effective and they provide comprehensive support from their client success team based in Australia. Welcome to the Let's Talk Tourism podcast. I'm your host, Katie Hoken. And I'm Gabby Daniels. And today in the studio, we have Alicia Surgeon, Sales and Marketing Manager, Paradise Resort Gold Coast. Starting her career in hospitality over 19 years ago in food and beverage at Mercure Resort Surface Paradise. Almost 20 years on, she's moved out of F&B and into sales and marketing at Paradise Resort. Experiencing five resort ownership changes and has been at the forefront positioning of the resort as the number one family destination in Australia. Alicia was very excited at the start of the year by the purchase of the resort by the Swartz Family Group and the significant investment that they're going to do to bring it back to its former glory. We're so excited to talk about so much of this today. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you very much. It's great to be here. So Alicia, the flamboyant owner, uh, Dr. Jerry Swartz, purchased Paradise Resort for a reported $43 and then he unveiled a further major $8 million facelift. Tell us a little bit more about Jerry and how amazing this has been for the resort and also yourself. Yeah, look, Jerry came along at the at the perfect time, and I think a lot of us here at the resort have been extremely grateful for the fact that um, we we still have our jobs and we're able to continue to operate. Um, but look, eight million dollar facelift, it's already well and truly underway. So um, during COVID, we closed the doors, but um, yeah, kept going with the refurb and made sure that we got that started. And so, what are some of the exciting things that um, you can share with us about, I guess, the the refurb? And what's happening in that space? Yeah, so we uh, we reopened on the first of September. We reno- renovated the entire um, central area of the resort, so we have a brand new lobby and entrance to the resort, which is amazing. Uh, we um, then have all new food and beverage outlets. So Penguins Restaurant. A lot of people have asked why Penguins on the Gold Coast, but yep. again, flamboyant. Dr. <laughs> Jerry Schwartz, he loves penguins. That was our explanation. As it simple as in, that. As simple as that. Oh, I love that. Yes. Yep. And it uh, ties in nicely, though. We have a nice rink upstairs with penguins on it so uh, that does work we have a new burger outlet called jerry's burgers um, and his wife is debbie who we have deb's uh, burger shack yeah we also got our entire team involved in the renovation and they painted the whole outside of the resort they were part of doing all of the gardening Um, we also repainted the whole water park and all of the pool area has been completely resurfaced so so much has um has already happened and was ready for us when we open on the 1st of September but we still have quite a bit more to uh to do that's exciting wow. so Alicia you've personally been on a huge roller coaster ride um you've been with Paradise Resort since 2001 mm-hmm. you were also part of the Ruby collection team before it went into receivership and now back working to bring Paradise Resort back to life what a cycle mm-hmm. um can you give us some insights into your personal journey um and being part of that transition back and forth and and what that looked like even from a guest perspective and the process that you went through 
Paradise Resort was meant to be demolished, so um, it was purchased. When? So it was it should have been demolished already. So part oh, of the uh, the I plan. I always said I was going to be Miley Cyrus on the wrecking ball when yeah. that day happened. But um, look, it, it, we, we I started, just had a vision. I know. <laughs> yeah, not pretty. Um, it, look, the, the previous owner, William O'Dwyer, purchased the resort with intentions to, to bulldoze. So he, he wasn't interested in, in what Paradise Resort was doing at the time. It was to build the Ruby Collection. So I worked for about three and a half years on that project, um, you know, from inception to helping them create the vision that was meant to be. Uh, we opened the Ruby Apartments, the first of four towers, um, in September 2018. And uh, by July 2019, the entire project and the railing group had fallen into receivership. And um, yeah, so for me personally, a massive, massive roller coaster. But bringing it back to Paradise Resort, it was an extreme challenge because we had prepared, the team had prepared for demolition. That it was going to go. Yeah. yeah. And um, we'd started educating our guests um, that Paradise Resort was going to become the Ruby Collection. And you were also proactively moving guests so you know they were booking into paradise resort and you were shifting them across to ruby and selling that ruby experience not the paradise resort and now you're back at the resort saying sorry guys (laughs) just a a little update yeah yeah. (laughs) minor you know very small detail but um look our guests um were extremely excited to hear the news obviously that it wasn't being bulldozed that we were staying put Um, But again, you know, there were so many of the um, families that have been return guests for many years that have grown with us and, um, you know, they came back and they're like, okay, so great that you're not going anywhere, but what's happening? When are we going to see this place um, back to its former glory? And, um, you know, as we said, it was touch and go for a good six months. Were we going to be sold? How long were we going to stay in receivership for? Was anyone going to buy us? And, um, you know, as we said, we, we got news in November that Jerry had put in a bid and it was successful and we were waiting um, for that to to, fi- to be finalised. And um, as I said, being there 19 years, um, I'm the first to put my hand up and say, you know, I was waiting to see whether or not Jerry would put his money where his mouth is and actually go through with the renovations. And, yeah, he is definitely a man of his word. Yeah. He's straight in there, um, you know, and, and it's looking amazing and and so what does that time frame look like to bring it back to its former glory? You know, obviously, you know, having per- personally been in the property and seeing the lobby and the, you know, the Penguins restaurant, you know, there's already, you know, a significant change in the building and what it's offering. What does that time frame look like? And obviously there's wings that are out at the moment still undergoing yes. refurb. What's that time frame? Yeah, well, I think uh, David Brooke, who you've met, uh, our general manager, he's Willy Wonka. So it's a perfect partnership to have Willy Wonka and Dr. Jerry Schwartz working together. Um, David had a bit of a a manual ready to go and say to Jerry, these are some ideas that we'd really love to do um, at Paradise Resort. So that made things easier. Jerry is saying about another two years um, to finalise all of the rooms. We've got 360 rooms there. So first 66 are currently under renovation. And uh, we hope to have them all um, back online early in the new year. So we don't have a, a final date on that yet, but hopefully we should yeah. have all of the, the first 66 deluxe rooms. 
Um, and I guess, you know, during COVID, we took that opportunity to actually engage our guests on social media and through emails and talking to them to say, what is it that you want? You know, you're the reason we're here. Um, what would you like to see in this room? Which refer? is great, you know, mm, yeah. and again, it's it's listening to what the customer wants and what was some of that feedback? Yeah, and I'd love and to hear that. Did you get some real weird stuff? Or oh, <laughs> yeah, nothing, nothing terribly weird, but uh, definitely conflicting. So we've realised we can't please everybody. No, you never um, can. No, uh, <laughs> but we, we did. We shared that information again. So we sort of consolidated all of the answers and information and we had people commenting, sending us private messages, calling us saying, you know, we're so glad that you've involved us in the decision making this is what we'd like to do and um yeah then we, we put it there so people were saying bunk beds no bunk beds you know second room for the children yeah. um kitchens um obviously being a, a hotel style um you know small room we can't put the full kitchens yeah. in but we've we've definitely accommodated for them adding microwaves and toasters bigger and <laughs> bigger fridge yes that was I definitely you must have read I the comments yeah <laughs> <laughs> no I just know I guess that's the main reason we pick apartments when we're traveling yes. as family because yeah, yeah. You want the bigger fridge but yeah yeah, and you'll get to the guests that be like, um, I didn't see my recommendation be installed in the room. Yes, <laughs> yes absolutely. But we have already gone back to some of those and said, look, you know, we, we really appreciate this. You know, we are here because of you. So, um, you know, these things are definitely things we've already been able to tick off and we're guaranteeing that mm. those will be in there. And obviously the team is still putting final touches mm. and making changes. So, um, yeah. So everything that's all. just kind of like there's a lot of a lot of things have happened because of COVID now and a lot of digitalization. Has mm -hmm. that changed? a lot of the or new plans that you like weren't thinking about like we we're talking about it before in a other podcast about maybe fast tracking some of those digitalized things that you wouldn't have done before did that have an impact like mobile keys yeah, and, yeah you know different like things that paperless check-in and new, all of that new sort technology of stuff. yeah absolutely technology i think is at the forefront of every industry and how we can adapt to make that better since mm. covid we were already um researching and and speaking to a lot of providers before COVID. Right. So um, definitely we are now doing self-check-in and hopefully going to roll that out shortly. Um, we've been trialling that at the property and looking at being able to check them in from the driveway rather than having to even uh, exit okay. the car. Yeah. Okay, cool. um, we also, our food and beverage manager, Lars, has been working with um, with a, another company about online ordering for food and beverage. So you can actually lay down on your pool lounge um, chair. Perfect. That was actually already um, put in place prior to COVID. Yeah. And then obviously our Just food and beverage outlets got turned up and changed so yeah. um, but that's great because that's what people are looking for you know absolutely. and it's those new ideas and initiatives that are going to set your property apart from others yeah yeah, yeah for sure. absolutely so let's talk about the exciting hat trick win so australia's best family hotel resort in australia and maintaining status as australia's best loved family resort how does the resort continue to gain momentum and differentiate itself in the domestic market yeah, look, it's uh, we just won the third year, third year in a row with Out and About with Kids and we are Congrats. currently, thank you, <laughs> it's very exciting, it keeps me motivated. Yeah. Um, we have won nine years in a row with Holidays with Kids and we're going for 10 years, so hopefully we'll um, receive the announcement this month. Um, whether or not we got the 10th. Yeah. Um, but regardless, I think it's, um, you know, again, going back to David and Jerry and having those two amazing leaders that allow us to change and adapt really quickly. Um, look, Paradise Resort is unique. Um, there's not a lot that do what we do here on the Gold Coast. And 
I think it's just about looking at all of our facilities and um, looking further at that at our teams. Mm. So we don't um, always employ traditional hospitality workers. So, um, you know, we look for cruise ships, we look for, um, you know, childcare workers, for people with diverse personalities that are going to engage with our customers and give an experience that you're not normally going to get and I think that was something over years of research we learned that when you tend to go to hotels you kind of check in go to your room and you're on your own yeah um, you sort of lose that service along the way but we have a full-time um, entertainment manager and a full-time entertainment team that are there to put on activities to um, you know make sure that there is something different on every day so we have teddy bear workshops you know jelly making classes cupcake decorating we do things for the adults so that mum and dad can have a holiday you know it's really it's it's almost adopting you know when you go overseas and you know i know jerry even talked about some of this in 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 some of his reported articles um about the fact that you know, often we go overseas because we want this all inclusive or to put our kids into this, you know, the whole childcare or holiday programs and they do some amazing things. So it's really capturing what a lot of us aspire for when we go overseas here Mm. on the doorstep, you know, for the domestic market. Yeah. And I think, um, I I don't know if a lot of people know, but Dr. Jerry Schwartz and the Schwartz family group own 15 hotels across Australia. And um, I still remember it sticks in my mind that when he first came in to meet the team, um, he owns the Fairmont Resort in the Blue Mountains as well. Very similar to Paradise Resort, I guess, in a lot of ways. It's quite an expensive resort. And um, and he he said to me, he said, I um, thought I owned Australia's best family resort. And then I found out about Paradise Resort and I said, I just have to buy it so that oh, I do have them. Actually and, do, yeah. yeah. And that's so, amazing though, you yeah, know, because, because and he wanted to compliment. share in that vision mm. yes. and wanted to continue to harness what it is already renowned for and just, I guess, put it on another another level you know because before you just said there's not really much offering like that on the gold coast and i'm like you won australia yeah so there's not much like that in australia but you you are shifting the goalposts a little bit because you are looking to bring in place a an adults only section of um, the resort which is new um, can you touch on that a little bit? Um, so, yes, we are opening a brand new adults only pool and bar area, hopefully by Easter. Um, I guess we used to have what we thought was a really good adults only area, but it was out um, and a bit of a thoroughfare. So you'd always have families with kids walking past and mum and dad kind of felt like they couldn't. Um, you know, stop and actually relax with everyone else's kids around. Um, So this is actually going to be a really nice area that I think will help us um, close that gap in the market because parents do come on holidays and they want to reconnect together as well um, and want time out for themselves. So we have this amazing kids club where you get four hours or up to four hours complimentary as part of your package by booking with us. And then you know, instead of going off into surface and being worried about whether or not you're going to make it back in time for the kids, you can actually go and have a sunbake, read a book, grab a cocktail, um, just relax and, and know that the kids are just downstairs having a great time being looked after, but you can actually have that time to yourself as well. This podcast is proudly sponsored by Levart. Levart aims to empower every property with the ability to disrupt the dominance of online travel agents and transform direct into their most attractive and popular booking channel. And I guess your mix of business, has that shifted? You know, if, if we talk about pre-COVID and now, and I guess your, you know, your forward booking um, patterns, how is that looking in terms of the mix of business? Because you, you did have a large proportion of internationals 
um, but you've always had that direct business. Yeah. Um, look, we've been extremely fortunate that over the years we've generated about 60% of our total business direct, um, either via well our done. website mm. or um, thank you. Um, it is it, it, it's sort of, yeah. And, and As a fellow marketer. <laughs> yes, it is. And, and it's really nice. But um, we have obviously a dedicated call centre team and they are based on site at the property as well as our booking engine. Um, and it, it's definitely shifted. So, you know, it's still whilst that percentage obviously looks a lot higher at the moment because so much of it is direct yes. now, obviously it's changed. It's dropped off in the sense of it was always East Coast Australia, Queensland, Victoria and New South Wales were always about, you know, 20% each. And okay. then we, you know, the other 40% was made up of our international business out of New Zealand and, and China and Japan. And, and just like everyone, that international business has stopped. Um, Queensland's, you know, still been fairly closed off to the rest of Australia at the moment. So it has been a real shift in our marketing to re-educate and, and look at those channels and explain more to the Gold Coast that you can holiday in your own backyard, backyard. that we're here, that we exist mm. and that you don't need to, to go overseas to, to have that experience. You can have it five minutes away. That's yeah. great. So I do want to talk about your marketing, you know, <laughs> because I really love... Um, I guess the storytelling, uh, storytelling nature of, of what you and the team do and the creativity. Um, so I recently received an email that said, forget the Big Mac or the Big Jack, Paradise <laughs> oh Resort gosh. trumps all of them with the authentic Gold Coast giant no. Jerry. Love it. And I just, I love the creativity of your EDMs. Um, you know, can you tell us a little bit more about, I guess, the marketing strategy and I guess you respond to markets so quickly and I still remember receiving your COVID EDM with toilet rolls that were yes. all, you know, when you couldn't <laughs> buy toilet paper, right? And so in the subject line was just toilet paper, yes. um, you know, and I guess you guys are so quick to market, um, really um, on point, you know, in capturing people's attention. Tell us a little bit more about that. Yeah, I guess, um, again, that comes probably from our GM, David, and, and allowing us to make decisions and get them out really quickly without having to jump through so many hoops and, and have to get things of like chains and brands. I'm like, yeah. mm, 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 mm. you cannot do that kind no. of stuff. So you've got that fluid to just go, bang, let's jump on it yeah, and go. We do. Yeah. And um, and again, that was just us being a little bit cheeky at the time. I, I remember doing that and it was the start of March um, before we'd closed, obviously, and we thought, you know what, people were starting to panic buy toilet paper in other states and I don't think it had really hit Queensland yet to be fair um, but we we saw it and uh, I remember laying in bed that night it came up on Facebook and I thought oh we can do that you know every room has toilet paper here um, you know some apartments don't supply top-ups so I was like okay we can do something with that let's get that out <laughs> I so love it. And it's, yeah so that was your idea yes yeah, it was oh, awesome. yes but yeah. what's really funny about that is that working in a hotel during that period of time, we ended up having to put restrictions in place for toilet paper. Now, I'm not kidding you. We ended up, people were leaving with yes. toilet paper and asking housekeepers mm -hmm. to bring in additional toilet paper into the rooms. So we ended up having to cut back the number of rolls we were putting in rooms. So normally you go in and there's one and then there's one spare, you know, yes. in the cupboard and then it gets changed at yeah, daily declaration to get a <laughs> roll of toilet Goodness. paper. And it was funny because, you know, it was a morning brief and I bought all the housekeeping team in and said, guys, you know, we need to relook at this because it's walking out the door and it costs us money. 
And so, you know, it was it was actually a real life discussion that was going on. And, you know, when I got your email, I just thought it was fantastic. Thank you. And look, I think that's it as well. The whole team collaborates on things. So you mentioned the giant Jerry. That was that was a couple of people chatting in the room. So our chef actually, um, David, our GM, had said something about, oh, you know, have you heard about the the controversy between the Big Mac and the Big Jack? And then one of our chefs said, oh, we should do, uh, the, I don't know if he said the giant Jerry straight away, but he said, oh, we should do a Big Jerry, I think it was. And um, and then David's like, yes. And then he went on a few days leave. So I um, rang one of our, um, you know, companies that have produced film for us in the past. I said, can I ask you a favour? We need to turn around something really quickly. And he said, yep, I'm free tomorrow. I'll come down. So yeah. again, you know, not a lot of people have budgets or opportunities to do that so quickly. Um, but, yeah. We, so what, see is it good, the giant Jerry? Oh, it is absolutely <laughs> delicious. <laughs> it's so good. I'm not being biased, but, you know, and you can have it breakfast, lunch or dinner. Oh, <laughs> and good. dessert. Yes. <laughs> so next stages of the resort upgrade, can you share some, you know, we've talked about the adults only pool and bar. Mm-hmm. What else is on the horizon, you know, in this two-year sort of time frame so we have a miniature train um it has arrived at the station um it should be uh taking taking trips very soon um jerry has also purchased us a carousel from somewhere um it's on its way not sure again when that will arrive but um a perfect opportunity to welcome young kids to the resort we um jerry has talked about putting in a movie theater a bowling alley dodgem cars oh my god who knows there's i get um, goosebumps because I, I love this stuff Same. i just think it's awesome i oh. just and you know for me like I, and i was saying this to you you know my my highlight of trips to date has been sheraton tokyo bay and to- yes. you know in, you know the whole concept the way they the japanese put on you know a kids resort the experience the whole process you know it's you guys are taking that and domestically and really offering something that there is no other competitor in the market doing what you guys are doing, you know. And as a family, as people looking to travel, we're always looking for something that's, you know, has that difference um and generally you can only find that when you travel overseas yeah and I think that's it it's about looking at things differently and as I say just not being afraid to do it and again probably referring back to one of the other um speakers you had on uh recently Andy who used to work with us at Paradise Resort and is now out at Big Four and I think it's about having that attitude that you know what look at things, be inspired by other places and go and do it. Try it. Yeah, it's okay. okay. That was you know? his like motto. Just get on with it and yeah. do it. Stop talking about it in the meeting room. Exactly. And then there's this like this breakdown in implementation with a lot of places. Yes. But, you know, you guys are really on the forefront in terms of like we have an idea and we make it happen. But I think so much of it comes back to obviously who you have as your leaders they're like go for it which would help a lot definitely I mean they've got to be able to support the idea um financially as well sometimes um but I I always think if it it, if it doesn't require a great deal of money behind it and you're okay to do it just give it a go and if it doesn't work you know change it or pull it out it's okay and but as you said before Gabby the you know the um hotels over in Japan they do it they try I'm sure they go through the same experience as we do and it's just building on that experience and giving a reason for our guests to return and come back and say oh wow this is something new and something Mm. different absolutely and so you touched on earlier how great the culture was mm-hmm. during COVID and, and, you know, that you had staff out painting the exterior of the building. Can you talk to us a little bit more about that? Because I can guarantee that a lot of people in our industry didn't experience what you and the team at Paradise Resort yeah, experienced. that was probably pretty... You know, and it's pretty profound that they was a, you know, that Jerry and, you know, um, 
David were able to keep the staff on board but doing all sorts of things um, during that time. Yeah, and, and again, I think that comes down to, um, you know, at the start it, there was so much uncertainty. We didn't know how long this was going to be going for or, you know, what, what the future held and I think that was the same, you know, at, at the start. And then Jerry said, you know what, actually, you know what, there is a silver lining we've got to renovate, we're going to have to do it at some point, let's get in, let's all band together, let's get it done now, let's do what we can to make it less disruptive for our guests when we do reopen. Um, Yeah, and I think there was that little hesitation at the start as, well, how big can we do? How long have we got, you know, what can we get done? Do we we reopen again in a month? Do we reopen in three months? When when is this, um, you know, goalpost and finish line going to be in sight? And Jerry come in, he's like, no, you know what, get the team back in, we're not, no one's going anywhere, um, it was really great actually to bond as well. We, you know, had nighttime chefs and nighttime cleaners and nighttime staff that daytime staff had never, never ever met before. before. Yeah, <laughs> so you I never see of, the night shift people. Yeah. Do you? You're like, who are you? Yeah. I'm going home to bed. Exactly. <laughs> I was introducing myself to people and saying, I'm so sorry, I've never met you before. How long have you been here? In which department do you work in? And um, they're like, I've been here three years. I'm like, oh, sorry, you know, yeah. we've just never crossed paths before. So it was a really nice way to bond. And we've had teams, um, you know, change since then where they've sort of actually said, well, you know, what? I actually really enjoyed working in that department or doing that job. And would it be okay if I cross over into that department? So, you know, we've seen chefs now move into maintenance. We've had, um, you know, kids club attendants move into food and beverage or vice versa Um, people go out of um, you know housekeeping and I think it just gave the whole team appreciation for each other and what it is we all do and how hard things can be Mm. Um, but you know we had a lot of staff as well coming in and saying you know what this is actually really good Um, it's actually interaction yeah so Alicia I understand that um, Dr Jerry Swartz also owns the Hilton Surface Paradise there's obviously lots of talk uh, at the moment about this new human anatomy exhibition at the Hilton um, and also their recent announcement around their $9 million refurb also. Are, are you able to share any insights, obviously, as a bit of a sister hotel, yeah. what's going on in that space? Yeah, look, the I don't think a lot of people know Dr Jerry Schwartz is a doctor. He's a plastic surgeon um, and he is fascinated with uh, human body parts um, and the human anatomy exhibition launched at the Hilton. Um, I don't want to take away too much much from them but I think it's definitely well worth you going to have a look at so if you're in the area definitely pop in and have a look Um, there's lots of quirky fun facts about the human body that I didn't even really know about so go in (laughs) and check it out look anything Jerry does he does well so um, go in and have a look for sure amazing thank you so much for being here with us today Thank you so much for listening. We really hope you enjoyed today's podcast. If you want to learn more about us and the guests, check out our website, letstalktourism.today, which you can find simply in the show notes.